Turn up the right microphone here. Good morning. (laughs) I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. We're here at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan inside a very gorgeous Prairie Gardens as usual. And we have our plant experts standing by. Currently, we have John Weisgarber here. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, John. And then Steve Brown will be joining us soon. And will Marianne uh, be able to? To, I can't remember what her schedule is today or not. If she's, I, I'm thinking she's going to be here. Touring on, you know, sabbatical or seminar schedules. I wish she were. <laughs> here she is. <laughs> if you want to call in with your questions or your comments, the phone number is 217-356-9397. Or you can even text us at 351 351- Five three five seven. Good morning, Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. <laughs> I know. Whenever we have an eleven o'clock kickoff for an Illini game, it kind of bumps us up an hour. So a little earlier than we're used to, huh? That's all right. I don't wake up at, until the same time anyway. So. Well, and I feel badly because um, I mean that's good, but I know it kind of robs you of your time. That's about ten o'clock. To Oh, <laughs> I was thinking because you said you like to, you know, go out and have your coffee and look at your garden yeah, in the I, morning. I like the morning. Yeah, I like mornings. But when it's dark out, what the hay, you know? Yeah. So it's no, not. Okay, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. 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 Is it cold enough out there for you? <laughs> well, I actually like the cool. There's, yeah. Yeah. So what I wanted to tell you last week and I forgot, uh-huh. October 11th, one year ago, we had our first snow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, uh, see, you, you did should have warn- not put that on your calendar. <laughs> I, I didn't. Some, some One of our co-workers <laughs> reminded me. I'm like, thank you very much, Craig. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I guess we should just really feel grateful. Yeah, frost is, yeah, what the heck? Yeah, it's nothing. Did we get a frost last night, do you think? There, were frost, there was frost around me Good on the morning. roof around me this morning. Yeah, morning, Steve Well, there's Brown. a whole lot of frost on the roof out here. Yeah. We were just out taking pictures of the front of the store. Since it still looks gorgeous for fall, just no we can just we can use it for future commercials and stuff. And mm. um, it's definitely a frosty, frosty roof. morning. Yeah, frosty morning. Thirty-three point two when I got up this morning. Really? Oh, point two. Wow. Thirty-three point two. Well, you, you know, must, I have you're, one you're of digital. These, I have one of these little thingies that does that indoor outdoor. Now know. she just licks her finger and sticks it in the air. Oh and yeah, she I'm, can tell. I yeah. can do that totally. <laughs> 33.1, no, maybe two. two. I, I, I think more more impressed than somebody recalling that we had snow last year on the 11th is the fact that mm. you moved your pots uh. indoors uh. no later than Thursday. Before. Before. Before the rain and cold. Okay. You, so okay. Okay. okay, let me ask you one question. Okay, though. all right. Where's your Christmas cactus? Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> come on. Oh, that. No, you know what? After I lost four last year, I decided not to do any this year. Okay. I thought you had. But I miss them, so I, I might I, have I thought out. maybe you had done it, and I figured that's still tucked away underneath some shrub somewhere It would in be, the garden. and it would be. But and it would have been okay last night, probably underneath the shrub. Yeah, a l- yeah, little probably. bit of frost. Yeah, that, that temperature isn't going to be that devastating. And I, I was just looking forward to my tropicals going down so I could dig them up. 
you know, the the cannas and stuff like Elephant that. Elephant ears and cannas and yeah. all those things. Yeah. Going down from the frost. Yeah. Well, just melting. Yeah, you know, just kind of, <laughs> okay. you know, yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that. They fade away. <laughs> Makes them easier to put away, isn't it? Well, yeah. and the ground's still I, yeah. warm enough that, yeah. you know, they're, the bulbs are fine. I yeah, did they, that with my, um, my summer annuals. I stopped feeding them at about mm, late August, early yeah. September, because I wanted moms right then. <laughs> and everybody kept telling me, no, it's still summer. Don't go mums yet. It, it, it was summer uh, seven days ago, you know, not seven, but, you know, it was it just sure like, felt like it, didn't like, it? Like a week ago. It was 90 <laughs> or something stupid <laughs> like that. We had yeah. our air yeah. going. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> That's, you know, fall it's, in the Midwest. But not <laughs> That's now. right. I was about not to now. say that. So, so if you didn't get your plants inside mm-hmm. Thursday, Work on uh, assuming that they still look okay this morning, if yeah. there's something you want to bring in, uh, I'd sure be getting that because tonight's going to be almost as cold, right? I thought it was supposed to be a couple degrees colder. Oh, okay. I saw a, a degree, I saw about the same or degree warmer. Oh, but well, you so know, everyone is different. They're it, all it, right know, around the same. Yeah. So we're still talking low thirties. Right. So yep. get them in if you haven't gotten them in, assuming they yeah. still look okay from last night. And I'm just going to go na 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 because I actually got started with my systemic. What was it? Two three weeks ago. I don't know. A while ago. It's like. I'm on top of it this year. I don't know why, <laughs> but there don't was, look again, and, and the, the white fly were were gone by, oh gosh, more than a week ago. I, you know, I do that, brush the leaves of of the plants I wanted to bring in, and there weren't any. It's like, no white clouds. Which is amazing up. because they're on so many things out, oh outside. My gosh. I mean, we've even seen them on some boxwood this year. They're so oh, they're everything. Yeah, it's like, why are everything. you on those? Yeah. Yeah, Everything. there's there's a whole bunch of tomatoes right around the corner. Why are you on those boxes? Yeah, what are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it was a crazy year for white fly. Yeah, this year for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So it was interesting. This this weather definitely has me thinking. Plant some bulbs. Yeah. I mean, I've finally got enough moisture. I think between this last almost three quarters of an inch or whatever I had in the gauge, plus oh, good for you. you know an inch and three quarters from you know two weeks ago or whatever it was. So I'm thinking, okay. It's cold enough. It's moist enough. I'm going to get that bulb auger out. Yeah, I, I think it's time. I didn't yeah, check the is. soil temps this morning, but um, yeah, I think yeah, it's going to be getting. I close. think we're especially after this week, we're going to be cool enough where we can yeah. successfully do that. They'll start going down. Yeah, I was digging on Tuesday, and the ground was pretty okay. Oh, good. It wasn't as it was officially okay. Hard. Well, well, before it was hard as a brick, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I get the pickaxe out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, I, I, I there was a part of my yard that I was digging in a couple of days ago, and there, it was actually that that dry. So I, I believe that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just even a couple so, days ago. Yeah. I so I was digging in. Com- I'm sorry, digging in compost and stuff like that. So, um, which loosened it up hugely. But yeah, it just didn't have quite enough moisture in it. Okay. I believe you. That's yeah. just just that's the, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. So you got three quarters of an inch last yeah. night. Not like, well, yesterday during yes, the day. Yes, yeah. well, yeah, yeah, yesterday. How about you, John? Did you get I don't know. You don't Because I didn't look at my wagon. <laughs> Your wagon? <laughs> well, that's how I measure it. In a wagon? The, the wagon he leaves <laughs> outside. It's a little, little red wagon. <laughs> it's, a, oh. it's a black when kind of fiberglass plastic done, thing. tired of going up and down the driveway in his wagon. So he leaves it. He uses it for a ring gauge. <laughs> I do. She paint. Paint numbers on the inside, measure the inside, put That's little marks idea. on it. Yeah, That's so you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Personally, I'm glad to hear that we can finally start planting bulbs because uh, well, my husband's been 
just it's so antsy about where should we put them? Should we put them here or there? I want to put them maybe here. And That's cool. Today we have the grandkids. Awesome. And I am making a list of everything that we can do outside because be something to do. I don't want them sitting in front of the television. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that, that's a, that would be a fun thing to do. Definitely. Good. It would yeah. be great. I was reading an article in, uh, I think it was Garden Gate, about, about planting bulbs and, and sharing with your friends and you staying inside and making you know a lunch or whatever and let uh, other people plan them for you and it's okay. a surprise <laughs> that sounds kind of fun it is a social thing there's yeah there's a concept let yeah. them plant and then you and, and then you go to everybody else's spring. house and plant oh okay yeah i could see that. and next spring it's a surprise is what were you thinking but you know what <laughs> oh, if that's <laughs> what i would do too it's like why did you put them there i could take that a step further and since i bought our house and the gardens are established we have so many iris and peonies now that nice. i'd be willing to say okay help me plant these and you can dig up some of those if you want and take them with you see that's what gardening's about you're getting into it that's awesome that's really cool good good <laughs> it, you know what our bulbs are 20 percent off right now wow now's the time yeah yes. while the selection's good and the prices are fantastic yeah yeah for sure yeah and again prime time to start digging holes and getting them in the ground yeah it is mm-hmm. get and a nice root system on them before uh yeah before it gets way too cold yeah which is you know january february <laughs> and let me tell you that auger is the best thing ever that you attach to the drill oh yeah, yeah a hand drill yeah, yeah. okay Nice. And as just, just dig it in. It makes it so much easier. As opposed to digging each hole by hand. and Yeah. But that tires out children faster, right, if they have to do oh, it by that's hand? Probably true. Oh, that's true. Okay, well, I'm just trying to keep that in mind. Yeah, and you <laughs> want to make sure you don't get, quote, unquote, tired and not plant them deep enough. And that's that's the other thing, especially if you're working with kids. And, yeah. Or, oh, yeah, or, for sure. Or uh, somebody yeah. who doesn't want to do it as badly as you want to do it. Uh, you don't want them to shortchange and get these holes too shallow. Yeah. Because then the bulbs may not overwinter and perform. And so. uh, that's one thing Jack reminded us of last week. Uh, you know, it, 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 a lot of people have problems with squirrels. Mm-hmm. A lot. Mm-hmm. If you just plant them a little bit deeper, the bulbs a little bit deeper. Or you could plant the squirrels a little bit deeper, but the bulbs would probably be yeah. better. <laughs> Thanks um, for clarifying. Is there, anyway. there is, I think he said up to eight inches maybe. Yeah. Uh, deep, but, and most of them are five to six anyway. So just go in a couple more inches, and the squirrels probably won't go to the effort to get that to get that far down. Yeah, they'll get tired. Before and we have so much deep. heaving, and you know, with the ground, you know, we got so much clay in the ground with the shrinking and the yeah. and the expanding and the uh-huh. frost. It's easy for the plant, the bulbs, to work their way up over time. Oh, and so by planting out deeper, eight inches deeper, and getting some roots established down there, I think you have a much better chance of holding and staying that depth percent Okay. Uh, as opposed to rising up over time. And uh, Jack also mentioned that if we are worried about it, we can put chicken wire over it. Yeah. yeah. Right? You can pin Absolutely. it down. It's it's great for an area that you have mulch or some sort of bed where you can just cover it up cosmetically. Yep. Uh, okay. If you have that rare occasion where you're planting out in a grassy area, chicken wire and the lawnmower don't work out real well. So They don't? Yeah. Huh. I hear. Oh, not usually. <laughs> you know, I hadn't thought about that, but I can see that now that you bring it up. <laughs> well, and you may not for a taller bulb like a daff or something like that, but for a shorter, early flowering one where you want that naturalizing effect coming up in uh, a grassy area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just so, yeah, that's a neat look, and I, I, I have people ask me about that all the time, and I say, well, it depends on who you've got mowing your lawn. And if they have to start at the end of March mowing, then you probably don't want to go for that look. Okay. 
That's great advice. <laughs> you mow it all up. Oh my see, gosh! I could just I could did. just see that happening, and it, I would just like it would be like death threats, you know, coming from my eyes. Well, <laughs> you know, I think you have the perfect opportunity right now since you're going to reestablish yeah. this lawn area again. Yeah, you could convert it. I could, but I won't. I don't. I just get all the flowers mowed off, and they just make me not happy. Wow. So. <laughs> you know, when somebody is like likes grass, you know, when they're really into that. Yeah. <laughs> Who knew that a 10 by 10 grass area could just totally dominate one's garden <laughs> thoughts? You got to have it, though, right? Right, John? You do need some. You need a resting spot. Oh, yeah, yeah, you do. Yes. But I don't have any. A place to play your croquet matches. <laughs> yeah, I am no grass. Or at least practice, so when you go to the matches, you're yeah, under game. the croquet matches. You're listening I to plant like experts it. live croquet? at Prairie Gardens. No, I like not having any grass. Oh, okay. Oh. I have, I have one small spot that I have to mow, like, twice a year. That often? Yeah. Wow. Well, it's not really grass. It's kind of grass and weeds and things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just have a weed whacker and well, whack it down. It's just a, 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 it's right where my neighbor's property and my meat. And we go into the forest of woods, and there's not much grass. Is that, just, where, you, is that where you were going to put the ornamental grass? Uh, I did actually just plant this week some uh, winter berries. I planted five winter berries and nice. one snow mountain hydrangea. Oh, those are beautiful. Mm. Yeah. So less Absolutely grass beautiful. in that area tomorrow. I know we don't have a lot of uh, trees and shrubs left, and the stuff's anywhere from what, 25% to 70% off out there in the, in the oh, tree yeah. and shrub area. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are, I think there's some ITEA that I saw from a distance. Uh, yep. Like maybe a few. Yeah, that I was eyeballing. I thought yep. maybe because I, well, I was eyeballing for fall, them too. For some fall color that I wouldn't eat for a foundation okay. plant. On your mm. mark, get set. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> since so you got the winter berries there's already. There's three. Okay. And then uh, color oh, great, color's great. And I'm not sure there are some hydrangeas out there. I believe a few, uh, not too many. A few. There's some great dogwood though, cornice. Okay. Red, Red twig. twigs. Oh, mm-hmm. those are just lovely plants right now. Yeah. And I think a few of those were used in weeping Japanese maples for fifty nine ninety seven. That is such yeah. a deal. A couple of those out there. Great those selection great. of perennials at forty percent off. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean like. Ornamental grass. Still a nice selection. Yep. Of yes. Yep. So definitely some deals out there in the tree and shrub area. Absolutely. Uh, some, some neat conifers at uh, 25% off, I yep. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely some shopping. Plus, it's it's perfect time to plant. And you get a good, good, mm. great root system going and get it well established and yeah. water, water, water until the ground's frozen. Yes. And that's just the outdoor plants. Then we take the house plants. That John and I were walking through there this morning. What was the large, I think it's a palm that is just so pink, the the leaves or oh, oh okay I don't know did, I didn't did I you specifically point it out to you we were, it must <laughs> be a dressing we were we were pink. holding hands walking through it the house a, plane yeah, we were <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, tall about as tall or taller than me I want to say yeah it and was taller than you okay it's a uh, dracaena dracaena marginata uh, the tricolor the tricolor yeah wow yeah. Stunning. Yeah, pretty neat. Talk about having color in your home in the wintertime. Kind of like a prairie sunset. It, it color combination. So nice. The, the yeah. light shining through it. Oh, my. It just glows. Oh, oh my gosh. It's really? beautiful. Oh, bad. It was, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a pretty fabulous uh, selection of houseplants right now. Yeah, you, you do. do. You really do. Yeah. In fact, uh, yeah, John was pointing out all of the 
cool cacti that you have in. Okay. And uh, and then what was the? You have a whole bunch of colors of the calanche. Calancho. Calancho, beautiful. And I I have I have a calancho that, that I just, got a couple of years ago. That just made me remember a, a pot that I forgot to bring in. <laughs> Oops. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's you okay. We'll take that cold temperature. <laughs> last pretty pretty well. Shoot. Yeah. Oh my gosh, what an easy plant to take care of though. Yeah, they are. That was right up my alley. Awesome. Because it's survived. I don't know, like four or five years now. And uh, and I, and for a perennial, I'm amazed about how long it had beautiful red buds. Like, have you ever had flowers reset? Have you ever had flowers again? Oh yes. Okay, that's, that's fabulous. Great. Yes, beautiful and red and 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 truly, they've lasted throughout the summer and that's they're great. only just starting to fade. That's great. It really is. Good and then you. I look back here, and you guys have them in yellow and in pink and and some other color I can't red. remember. Yeah, red. And white. There's Maybe white. white. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And now I'm just, like, salivating because <laughs> I know it's an easy plant to take care of and so yeah, pretty. And then, <laughs> that, then the orchids. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. And then the other plant we looked at uh, that's in the same family, oh. uh, the flapjack. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> that's in the same family? It's, okay. it's also Calancho, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yes. With big fat leaves. Yes. And they kind of look like, like a stack of pancakes. You just were excited about the name, yeah. <laughs> yeah, flapjacks. I've purchased more than one plant because of the name. Yeah. So good. <laughs> then I'm not alone. <laughs> no. no, you're not. The key, the key to that is you have to be able to remember the name. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, you do. I yes, bought that because I like the name. What's the name? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, a, it's in that stack of all those tags that I've kept in this little container. You have one of those, too? Oh, my gosh. I have mine in a Ziploc bag. It, okay, every well once good. in a while, I come across one of those collections, and it's like, I don't remember having that plan. But, but then I still can't throw them away right. or recycle no, them. Exactly. Or no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just brought in my Calancho, right? Calancho. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, just the other day, and it was sitting in, in front of our fireplace last night, which was not on. But um, but my husband and I were talking about it, and just how how great it's been, and uh, how much it's flowered and whatnot, and how long we've had it. And he couldn't he wanted her he wanted to know the name, and I couldn't remember the name. Uh oh. And I said, well, um, I I know I emailed it to myself <laughs> from Marianne <laughs> so that. I, I would have it written down somewhere. And he goes, okay, well, I said, do you want me to look it up? And he goes, yeah, I do. And I was like, okay, well, my phone's in the other room. And he was like, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> the but other, I do have it. The other room is that makes it like It's all the way over okay. there. <laughs> you just can't disregard it then. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Oh, this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Our phone number is 356-9397. Or you can text us at 351 351- Five three five seven. So, what have you guys been busy with? Well, I guess we kind of have covered that a little bit. You got your service berries in. You got your app. Oh, like four years ago. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's winter berries. Winter berries. Winter berries. Winter berries. Winter berries. But you were close. It had a berry in it. Yeah. You got your uh, your berry blueberries. plants in. You were I also uh, I also redid a couple of my containers at my front door. Nice. So I added some small conifers. Uh-huh. And getting ready for winter but then i added some white pumpkins nice and i did cop out and buy a little bit of some faux faux um, grass 
and put in with them just for that fall effect. That's right. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. It's, it, they'll last a long time and it'll look great. Uh, absolutely. Good to hear. That's neat. Then I can pop those out and add my Christmas elements. Right. And kale and, and ornamental peppers, things like that you have available here as well at we Prairie Gardens. Do. And the I'd be adding some of that into containers. The tail end of Linda's mums yep. are out there. Mm -hmm. So they're still... We still have mums left. A reasonable selection for us. A great selection for other places, but uh, a reasonable mm -hmm. selection for us. And yeah. very out healthy. There. Oh, there really there's well some anything that are in full color right now to some that are just cracking color. So there's a nice little range yeah. Yeah. of what's going on. Um, again, I think still just be on top of watering as you might need to. You know, if you've got some of the rain here this last week, that's great. But depending upon what you're trying to do, if you have some newly planted plants, I wouldn't um, mm. think that that's going to suffice. I'd be out there. If you're still dry, you know, dig a little hole around some established plants if you're still dry, especially some evergreens, uh, broadleaf evergreens or conifers either way, making sure that you're keeping those watered well until we uh, finally get done here for it's the, that's the a season. Real, right now is a real important time for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Keep if on the routine. If your lawn's green and you haven't fertilized yet and you want to give it the most important feeding of the year, mm -hmm. fertilize your lawn now. Now's the time. Yeah. So Absolutely. as long as it's green and growing, uh, again, cool temperatures, great gro growth that we're going to have here over the next few weeks still. So I'd do that. If you did sow grass seed sometime in the last few weeks, staying on top of that, keeping it moist, yep. and watered so it can get established. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of cleanup. Right now, I think I'm, I'm looking at the possibilities after the temperatures last night and what are going to be tonight. Thinking, well, Sunday afternoon, I could be ripping out tomato plants and peppers and, and kind of getting some things um, put to bed, if you will, and perhaps even starting to plan and reposition things for next year. Uh, oh, if, for sure. If some soil's not good, I heard some people are adding compost to their soil now. Yeah. So they can get ahead of the game for next spring, so that way they don't have to wait till it dries out to do it next spring. They can just jump right in. Yeah. Three yards. Huh. Huh. Three cubic yards. That's so, great. You know what I did? I have uh, New Guinea impatience. I had a, a bed that I did nothing but annuals. It's a look that was requested in the yard, so I, I did that. Um, I vir virtually never plant in more than one's. Plant okay. selections of ones. Anyway, this was a, I mean, it turned out beautiful. It was a New Guinea impatient. It was a really strong orange red. Um, must have been a foot and a half tall. Nice. Wow. They were stunning. So I pulled those out, which was really heartbreaking. It was, it was so much color. It was like, oh, mm -hmm. now it just looks just like, wow, why did I do that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you, you probably wouldn't be saying that this morning. No, I wouldn't. That's exactly right. Yeah. You just got Yay, ahead of it. I got ahead of it. This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Our phone number is 356-9397. And as we go to the phone lines, we have Zoe calling in from Champaign. Good morning, Zoe. Oh, good morning, Tamara. How are you all this morning? We're all good doing morning. great. Good morning, Thank you. Good. Well, I have a, a same questions. I always have a... The temperatures are sort of weirdly borderline going up and down. Is it okay mm -hmm. to keep basil in the patio right now still? You didn't like it last night. No, you know, I just went out there and checked it, though, and it's not doesn't seem dead. Yet. Maybe it's just just enough protected. Yeah, maybe I, 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 I mean, gonna, and, and even if it wasn't killed, if you will, last oh. night, it's just not going to like it. Is, would it yeah. be inconvenient to bring it inside or bring it yeah, closer but to the house? I should. I mean, I'm going to have to bite the bullet eventually. So. Well, the next, what, 
five nights or so are supposed to be in the 30s, I think. Right. Uh, but Low I mean, 30s, yeah. Uh, so right. I think if you could play the in and out yeah. game here yeah, this week. Yeah, because I hate for it to miss the sunshine when we get sunshine. Yeah. And yeah. then I think yeah. we're going to be, uh, as we go into next week, and at this point they're talking about 50s for the low. Right. Um, well, I wouldn't so. have asked, but I have a really nice basil plant right now, and I kind of hate to lose it. Anything yeah. you can do to extend it, yeah. I think, is great. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's a really big one. I've never had, I don't know if I've ever had such a big one. So. Yeah, anyway. and think of the pleasure of uh, taking it in and out, and you rub the, the leaves, this and it smells true. so good. It's yeah. like, I do I that just, just for the fragrance. Right. Yeah. The <laughs> thank you for the, that encouragement. I <laughs> that. <laughs> well, thank you. All right, have a great day. You too. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Three five six nine three nine seven, or even text us at three five one five three five seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Isn't that interesting about basil? How it, you like the fragrance as much as you like eating it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of cool. Less of a commitment. I yeah. <laughs> well, true. I mean, you can just walk by it and enjoy yeah. it. Versus it having to prepare something. Instead of having to commit to cooking. Oh, cook. I love putting it uh, along pathways or places where you're going to be walking. So you kind of brush by it, or you're tempted to just, you know, reach down and give it a little tap, and ah, the Mm -hmm. fragrance just kind of wafts up at you. And that's like the three basics basil, lavender, and rosemary. Yep. Yeah. They're must haves. I I had somebody tell me that lavender was a, a mosquito repellent. You ever heard that? I hmm. haven't heard it, but it makes sense. Why? Just because. <laughs> because of the scent? I think the scent, yeah, I guess. Kind of like how lemongrass is, because it can smell stronger than a human. <laughs> but just, but doesn't really but put it depends very on well, the human now, doesn't it? <laughs> you, you, can't just, you can't just sit beside the plant, you know. You have to use some of the oil otherwise. Yeah. Okay. Or have somebody yeah. <laughs> cut the steps and have somebody... <laughs> Argue. Thrash You're thinking you about it. hitting. Wow. Yeah. wow. Thrash okay. me with that I'm lavender. Sorry. It's way too early in the morning. <laughs> it probably probably wouldn't be a good thing any time of day, Mary. Okay. Hey, you don't know until you try it. No, right? you don't. That's yeah. exactly right. That's right. So this past week, what have people come in, uh, coming in been asking about? Or what's been the major problem for folks? Is it too late to plant grass? That, oh, yeah. oh, is it? No. Yeah. Well, it's on the We're edge. Getting close. Yeah. I'd focus on some of the ones that have either entirely or mostly a quick germinating type grasses. So make sure you have something with either the turf quality rye grasses in it or a turf quality fescue of some sort, whether it's a tall turf, turf quality tall fescue or a fine bladed fescue. Uh, most of the bluegrasses just take too long to germinate. To, mm. I mean, you might make it. But there's also a good chance that it wouldn't. I've got my fingers crossed. That's what we did this week. <laughs> Reestablish yeah. our gra- our lawn. Oh, okay. I was going to cross start, your I'm, fingers? No, seriously, I had to start all over that uh, all summer dealing with the seeding of the lawn and watering every day. Yeah. Every day. Oh, wow. Well, it still didn't come out right. So it, it, and, and it's like we tell people all the time when you're, when you're establishing a new flower bed or you're doing a lawn, you've got to get the, the organic material into the soil. It, it loosens it up. It freshens it up. And I didn't do that. Yeah. So I had to do it this week. We have a text um, that says, I have spots in my yard 
that did not green up after we started getting some rain. Does this mean the grass probably won't come back in the spring in those areas? I did not water the entire summer. Wow. I'm surprised it was just spots. You know, if, if, if the rest of the lawn is green, 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 and those are just distinctly brown, I'd say there's a good chance you're going to have to recede at this point. I think you'd probably see some signs of life. I would think you would, yeah. yeah. In those spots. <laughs> and isn't it a good idea to do a mixture because some grasses perform better at different times? We always recommend not one species, not one type. So whether it's a mix or a blend, we would recommend one or the other. I remember you covered that before, and I can't remember what the difference is. <laughs> the well, difference between a, a mix a, and a blend. A mix would incorporate two or more types of grass, whether it's uh, some bluegrass and some turf quality rye or some fescue. bluegrass and some turf quality fescue, uh, something like that. Um, and a, a blend would be two or more of the same family. So it might be two or three bluegrasses together or two or three ryegrasses together or two or three fescues together. Huh. And they would have the kind of the same purpose in terms of broadening the stand, if you will. So if you run into a problem, maybe one will hold up to that problem and withstand it better than the other one would do. So you have a little bit more genetic diversity. And then the advantage to a mix, if you're mixing, say, a rye and a bluegrass together, is you'd have the qualities of, of the quicker germinating rye uh, and then the slower germinating bluegrass. So the rye would actually act as a little bit of a cover crop as you're waiting for the bluegrass to come in and fill in, too. Oh, that's nice. It so. is nice. So well, and it is nice. And, and if you don't know what type of grass you have in your lawn, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's a mix or whatever, that, that, that mix is going to help blend it. Blend it in, yeah. As opposed to... You know, it's going to look like, oh, there's a spot <laughs> that I patched. And that might help. That might happen with a blend? Blend. Okay. Or or w we do have just one bluegrass. Okay. So you can get just that, which is not a good idea, uh, unless you're mixing it with something else, like uh, Steve just said. But Okay. Um, mine is even more extreme than that in the areas that I've wanted to be a lawn area. I have a mix of clovers, uh, alfalfa, uh, ryegrasses, tall fescues, nice. turf quality tall fescues. So a lot of people would look at it and go, aren't you going to kill that? Um, <laughs> yeah, clover surprised and, me. And for me, it works out great because when it's dry, I have a better chance of withstanding some of that. Uh, dry junk going on and I can hold up to that better. I like the texture uh, personally. You I don't have to mow it. Uh, and unless there's an extreme case of something really invasive popping up, I don't have to look at it and go, I need to worry about killing that because it just kind of blends in. Yeah. And it's again more of a rural setting. Um, uh, but it works out well for me and it's very thick. It's hard for a, a weed, if you will, to come in and be established because it's so thick. Uh, so if uh, if I'm concerned mm -hmm. about dandelions, which a couple wouldn't bother me, it's hard. F it's hard to have any dandelions in there. Hmm. And even though it's a fairly compacted soil, there's not a whole lot of buckhorn or plantain or some of the things that come in. So you can do it different ways. It just depends on what you're after. But the, my end result is I'm just looking for that green resting spot, like mm -hmm. we talked yeah, about, exactly. Sure. Uh, sure. to give an appearance of somewhat. I wouldn't say manicure, but under control if you will. Uh, it could be a play area. It could be space to walk through easily or whatever you want the the grass area to be. But, you know, you, 
You can do whatever works out for you. I've been pulling out so much. Is it oxalis? Oxalis. Clover? Okay. Yeah, I've been pulling out a and lot in, of in that In my this particular week. situation, I just embrace it. Okay. Gosh, that's nice to know. Well, that may not work for you. <laughs> I, well, it may not work for your neighbors. In certain areas, no, especially my rock gardens. It just, you know. It just doesn't look clean. It just doesn't look right. That's right. He had a, a, someone tell me a, a few years back, he lives in the middle of town, an older, older neighborhood, big old trees, and he couldn't get anything to grow on his lawn. And it just happened that Oxalis did fine in his yard, so he did the entire yard in, in clover. And he said, you know, when you walk by, it's just green. It looks great. That's great. Sure. And, yeah. and you don't mind stepping on it, so you can still walk yeah. barefoot if you wanted to on your lawn. Yeah. Sure. And you wouldn't have to mow. Yep. That's so there. I mean, it's kind of the same where I live in the rural setting. It's with all the trees. You, it's there's an illusion of of you know there's some grass and there's other weedy looking materials and there's a lot of moss like poison ivy. But if you if you look across <laughs> it, yeah, poison ivy. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. But but you know you look across and. It's green. It's yeah. like a lawn. And, yeah. you know, you do, it's as good as it's going to get. And I was talking to my neighbors about it and they go, they go, you know, every year they fight and they, they seed and so trying for grass. Don't hang do it. it. Hang it up. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, just say and no. I was, we were just standing at the vantage point and we said, look, look across. I said, it's green. Green's a color. Yeah. Yeah. Just say no. You, I am so jealous of that. You, you, I bet you have all sorts of neat ephemerals in the spring, don't you? Oh, it's gorgeous. Oh, I'll bet. Yeah. Ephemerals. The woodland plants. Mayapples. Uh, yeah. Oh. Um, Trilliums and oh, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Nice. Bluebells. I mean, it's, it's literally like a wave. Yeah. It's yeah. almost an orchestra. Yeah. L- exactly. Literally out there where we want a little more from over here and yeah. I'm getting some more from over there. And it's yeah. just yeah. as the weeks unfold, the the, the yeah. forest floor unfolds and and, and, and recesses too at the same, sh- you know, you start to see them sure, shrinking too. Sure, the as, as, as the temperatures get warmer and it gets drier, obviously under the trees, you know, everything goes away. They have to go dormant in the summer. Yeah. They'll come out in the spring and bloom and do their thing yeah. and then go away. Oh. I'm just going to have to check them out, it's I pretty. think. Mm-hmm. You know, a great place to do that is Allerton. Mm-hmm. They have really? some fabulous areas that are just covered like that. The Virginia bluebells out there. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. I just, I just, uh, acres. I took the last that we had here. Uh, of course, you know, they were dormant. It's just a little gnarly root exactly. in, in the bottom, but I just planted some. This week, actually. Oh, did you? Yeah. I, that's the thing about them. It's hard to sell a pot that has only dirt in it, or that's what it looks like. But there was a really good root, root system. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. It's you, a great naturalizer. Yeah, for sure. So I just I just go random. I just put them where I know that there's some, and then I just kind of dig a hole wherever, and eventually they'll kind of Plop them grow in. together. Yeah. And this is a great time to plant perennials. Mm-hmm totally is especially when they're 40 percent off (laughs) yeah sorry well but it's yeah it is good to be reminded that it's still okay to plant perennials and trees and shrubs anything really the grass thing and is it okay to plant um trees and shrubs now those those were my two big questions this last week the answers are yes and yes yes yes. fabulous time 
to not only seed your grass, but apparently to fertilize. And it, it, fertilize. Most important yeah. feeding of the year, huh? Yeah, and, and, and again, you're entering the time period where if you want to start feeding some trees and shrubs, you're, you're getting close. Getting close. And yeah. add, what about adding more mulch before we get into the winter? I think Should adding mulch any time of year is is a good thing to yes, do. Yes, it is. And the nice thing about doing it in the fall again, you probably can be out there in the garden putting it on when it's not so wet that you're going to be compacting things where if you wait oh. into the spring to do it. Your fingers so, could be numb, but it, yeah. it would be drier. And you kind of have to okay. balance it out where it's <laughs> an area that you can get cleaned up if that's what you want to do and yeah. still get the mulch down. Or if you could put the mulch down now and by the time you clean up, are you going to have just disturb the mulch so much so you just have to balance it out with the, the particular site yeah and but this is where you want to give it like a good couple of inches or two or three or yeah there's not a set amount but as long as it's not deep at the base of the plant as long as it's just a cosmetic covering at the base of the plant yeah the, the more the merrier as far as the depth is concerned in most cases and then those new plantings the mulch around it will hold uh, more moisture in. holds moisture yep so and, and also it breaks down and becomes part of the soil which enriches which is always a good thing yeah nice but we shouldn't have the mulch right up against the base of the plant right right these, these woody plants it needs that. to be just a dusting if you will at the base of the plant just yeah. cosmetic it's more the most. more around the root zone yeah. where you need a nice layer okay but it isn't harmful to the plant at all if you have like mulch right up against it yeah it can be okay because of disease harboring yeah. kind of or yeah I, you have to be careful that plants are not planted too deep to begin with and and it's a it's a little bit of a problem in the in the tree and shrub industry uh, to make sure that they're planted properly either in the ground if they're being be and when they're harvested that they weren't planted too deep and also if they're in containers yeah. so you have to be aware of that and then so you're already possibly battling that, or you're making sure the homeowner doesn't plant it too deep when they install it, or landscape contractor doesn't plant it too deep when they install it. Yeah. Hmm. And then, um, then on top of that, you want to make sure the mulch is not up against the the plant because the the it's it was designed to be above ground for a reason. So having uh, an inch right. or two or three or four or five or six inches up against the trunk is not what you want. You want it to be exposed to the sunlight and the air movement so it can do its thing and not have any disease and insect problems uh, right there. You don't want to have any, um, encourage any other aerial roots or any other roots that possibly could strangle or girdle uh, oh. by having this mulch up against there too. Uh, so, uh, but again, we're just talking about right at the very base of plant. So you can be out a couple three inches and away from the plant and then you can start to be as thick as you want to be all right yep. sounds good almost like a well think of it that way oh okay does that help you kind of yes a little okay uh-huh well we have uh, pat in Pasotum phoning in to join us good morning pat good morning got Have a we good help? frost this morning huh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um when's the time to prune I have a honeysuckle and a lilac bush. Good question. It's a great question. It's and a it's an easy question. answer. Is it? Yep. Yeah. When's a good time to prune? So after they flower. Oh. So the lilac would be like May, perhaps? Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Probably about it, May or June. How large are the plants, Pat, in Pisotum? Um, they're fairly good size, and the honeysuckle, it, 
has still has a few flowers on it. So. Oh wow. <laughs> are they oh, over over six feet? Year. Are they over six or eight feet tall? Yes. So if if maintaining flowers is your primary concern and enjoying the flower show next spring, pruning like John suggested after they flower is the best thing to do. Um, so I like so in the spring and the honeysuckle. Honeysuckle, same quick. thing. Yeah. Even though it's, she said it's. Well, the flowers right now, now would be secondary, random flowers, and wouldn't be the primary show. Oh, so probably in June is oh, when the okay. flowers, they're big flowering. The, so the honeysuckle so, go ahead. has a, like a white. The honeysuckle has like a white stuff on the leaves. It's we probably powdery it mildew. Sounds like mildew, yeah. Yeah, probably powdery oh. mildew. So just rake up the leaf debris as well as you can this fall when it falls yeah. to the ground, so you have fewer yeah. spores to. Sp- Flash around for next spring. Oh, it, uh, it was beautiful this year, all year. That's awesome. Nice. Mm. I love this. So, as far oh, as back to the pruning, if you if you didn't care about the flower show next spring, you could prune this fall or this winter, but you'd be cutting off potential flowers. And the only reason I would um, consider doing that is if my schedule just didn't allow for me to do it in the spring, or if I had to do such major restorative pruning where I had to really m- remove large canes. And branches, you know, that were two or three or four inches yeah. across, all the way down to the ground. You know, I could consider doing some of that over the winter. But again, oh, I'm potentially okay. removing some flowers for this one year, and and reducing the flower show. That's the honeysuckle. Both of them. You do that. Both of them. Yeah. So, again, the best time is what John said, right after they flower next year. But if if you had to do some major architectural restorative pruning where you rejuvenate the plant you could consider doing that this winter again you'll just be reducing the amount of flowers but you could sure without the leaves are off you could sure see the framework of the plant well and know what you need to remove and mm-hmm. might be easier to get in there and do it because you can see what you're doing and get the whoppers and the saw in the right spot and you'd only miss the blooms on this next spring you're really just right. you're just setting the your back yourself for that yeah. one year yeah well and especially and what about we're planting one uh, planting one now would be fine, or really any time that you can dig a hole. Yeah, okay. Great. Okay, thank you. Well, you bet, you Pat. Thank you so much. Day. Thanks. You thank too. you. Thank you, too. All righty, 356-9397. Yes, John? That, that's the, just talking about pruning in general. It, and we didn't ask Pat, we, sh- we should have, you know, how what was the last time that she pruned her prune because... Sounds like it was a long time it ago. Sounds like a long time ago, ab- absolutely. And that's what happens when you when you go for several years in a row, the plant gets out of control and then as Steve was talking about, you have to do uh restorative pruning. So okay. you do a lot more major things than you would if you're every doing it every year or two. Okay. Good to know. Well, before we're out of time, I, I, I just wanted to touch upon something that I received in my email from mm-hmm. Prairie Gardens. Mm-hmm. Again, two weeks from yesterday. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. the Christmas open house is coming up uh, with two weekends. So it's the last weekend in October. So it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, last weekend in October, which is what, the 25th, 26th, and 27th? Okay. believe. And then it's the following weekend, which is the first weekend in November. So it's that Friday Saturday, Sunday, November 1st, 2nd, 3rd. So two weekends, Christmas open house, and the store is looking It's starting to feel beginning to look a lot like Christmas. There's so many new things this year. It's just 
really, it really is. cool. And yeah. this is where you do the uh, Christmas tree gir- giveaway, right? Yep. We'll have 13 fully decorated themed trees. 13. And you get to choose which is your favorite. And if we draw your name, you win it free. And it's like a fun Easter egg hunt in a way because you get the list of the trees and you go through the store and try to find all it of them. It takes me weeks to find them all. <laughs> yeah. Most people could do it in 15 minutes or 20 minutes. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. <laughs> Those so, are the professionals. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, Christmas open house coming up uh, the last weekend of October, first weekend of November. You guys, thank you so much. Hey, yeah, happy fall. Come on in. We're loaded and gorgeous with uh, fall decor inside and out still. So. That's the truth. This has been Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with plant experts Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer today is Blake Landa. You can uh, become an IB Long member here at Prairie Gardens and get an extra 10% off on Tuesdays. Thank you so much for listening. We certainly hope you enjoy your weekend. And we've definitely got to say, go Illini. Go Illini. <laughs>